Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Glad to have you. Welcome. I appreciate you stopping by. It is the Joe Pags Show. We'll have a fake Ramaswamy on today. Interview I did yesterday, so there might be some references to what was happening yesterday. We didn't air it yesterday because of all the Trump stuff happening in New York, and then he went back to Mar-a-Lago, and during the program, our third hour, he actually came out and spoke, and we took the entirety of the interview, uh, or the entirety of the speech. So we'll have the interview today with Vivek Ramaswamy. He is running for president. He's also from the corporate world. He's a guy who wrote Woke, Inc. Um, he's running as a, as a Republican. Just finding out about a major name that is going to run as a Democrat, we'll have that for you, plus... We'll have an update on the balloon stuff. We now know that the balloon was collecting information. We didn't stop it from collecting information. And the administration has been lying to us about it. Uh, in fact, you know, Carrie, get so busy nope, on a, nope, on a win. You have what? plenty of time. Plenty what do you mean? of time to play the song. Just play it. Because it's Wednesday. Whatever. Thank you. Rude. This is a song you should be dancing to. Mm-hmm. Oh. What? Take your hand and you'll make it. You swear, yes. No. Yes. No. <laughs> no. No. You can't you yes. go on about the message of the song. No. <laughs> um, and, and by the way, you've you've had more animated chair dances. Now, let me say this. There's a, for some reason I found this video on my computer the other day. For mm-hmm. some reason, I played um, Jungle Love or something on the show uh-huh. from from like Purple Rain. Yeah. And in the middle of it, I jump up and I start doing the dance. And it's on oh. camera. Oh, yeah. We should probably oh. bring that back. I think you should. I think we all like to More see that. More stay in the time. Yeah. I have no idea why, but there it was. <laughs> now, that's how you throw yourself into it for the people. Because, you know, when I wake up in the morning, <laughs> and when I go to bed at night. <laughs> You're thinking about I'm thinking the about the American people. That's Me what too. I'm doing. Me too. Uh, for those of you who don't know the reference, hello, don't miss hour number one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, uh, glad to have you along for the ride. Thank you, Vivek Ramaswamy, at the bottom of the hour. I'm not going to take any calls on this, but there is some new news that we just got in about somebody else. This is a really big name that is now running as a Democrat. What do you have? From CNN, environmental lawyer and anti-vaccine activist Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has filed paperwork with the Federal Election Commission to run for president in 2024 as a Democrat. The filing was confirmed Wednesday by his campaign treasurer, John E. Sullivan. The 69-year-old is the son of former New York Senator, U.S. Attorney General, and assassinated 1968 presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy and the nephew of the late President John F. Kennedy. Kennedy Jr. is a longtime vaccine skeptic. He has promoted discredited claims linking vaccines and autism and founded the anti-vaccine organization Children's Health Defense. He's also railed against the coronavirus vaccine and has criticized the federal government's handling of the pandemic. Very interesting. Running as a Democrat. Now, his uncle, Jen F. Kennedy, was a blue dog Democrat. He would be considered a conservative, at least fiscally today. Um, His father very similar to his brother, uh, was also, I believe, a blue dog. 
Uh, although they did plenty of things that I would not have agreed with, they're not like the Democrats of today. That's for sure. Um, so I'm kind of surprised he's running as a Democrat. I'm also kind of surprised that he's running right up against Joe Biden. I mean, Biden has been saying he's going to run again. Watch me. Do you have the energy to run again? Watch me. Like, I've been watching him. I'm like, I'm not impressed so far. You know what I mean? But he does. Listen, Carrie, when he wakes up in the morning. He cares about. The, he's thinking about the American people. But what about when he goes to bed? He's thinking about the American people. Mm, I don't know. That's well, you say said. so. That's so now we've said. had Robert F. Kennedy on this uh, program before, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., because he just can't stand Fauci. And I think he, his book name, I think, is called The Real Anthony Fauci, The Real Tony Fauci, something like that. So go and get that. And I like his mindset when it comes to forcing people to take a shot that is EUA, an experimental shot. I like his take on that. And I like that he's unafraid. Interesting, though, that he's running for president. And this isn't a knock on him, but he's got a medical affliction that causes his voice to be very, very shaky and very weak. I just wonder in a big you know, auditorium how you go and you bring that you know, in like a big rally. So it'll be interesting to watch. I'm not mad at him for running. Um, I don't like that he's a Democrat because uh, that means that I would not be somebody who would vote for him. Um, but he's more of a conservative guy, certainly when it comes to the vaccines, when it comes to the shots, when it comes to Anthony Fauci. So it'll be interesting to watch this as we go forward. Now, the Chinese balloon, when it was flying, and let me, let me remind you of the path. It left from, main, from mainland China, went over the Pacific Ocean, went over our land, went over Alaska, just a little sliver of Alaska, and then it, um, it went down through Canada. After leaving Canada, and Canada did nothing, we did nothing when it was over the Pacific, it hits Montana, and then the governor of Montana told the Biden administration, shoot it down, get rid of it, we're good. They didn't do that. Then it flew across the entire United States, then over the Atlantic Ocean, leaving South Carolina, where we finally shot it down. They told it, Kerry, correct me if I'm wrong, they told us the entire time they were able to stop it from collecting data. Yes, they did. Well, I know all the Trump stuff is going on, and everybody's distracted by that. Everybody's not looking at how badly the dollar's doing, and nobody's looking at how Brazil is making deals with China and Russia when it comes to monetary stuff, and it's not including the dollar. While all this is going on, they also released information from the government, this government, that in fact China did collect information. What do you have? From the blaze, the Chinese spy balloon that traversed the country in February gathered sensitive intelligence from U.S. military sites and efforts to block it failed, according to an exclusive report Monday from NBC News. The report's based on information provided by two current senior U.S. officials and one former senior administration official whom the outlet did not name. Rather than visual imagery, which is easily gathered from other readily available sources, the craft gathered data from electronic signals, which were transmitted in real time to Beijing, the three officials told the outlet. Those electronic signals include communications from base personnel and signals that can be picked up from weapon systems. Notably, the high-altitude craft, which Chinese officials claimed was a civilian balloon that strayed off course, flew over Maelstrom Air Force Base in Montana that base stores some of the United States' nuclear assets. The 341st Missile Wing is headquartered at the Montana base. It is one of three U.S. Air Force bases that operates, maintains, and secures the Minuteman III Intercontinental Ballistic Missile. The missile wing comprises about 4,000 people, including active duty personnel and civilians. The craft could have gathered much more intelligence, the unnamed officials told the outlet, if the administration had not moved around potential targets and obscured the balloon's ability to pick up their electronic signals by stopping them from broadcasting or emitting signals. 
At the high-altitude surveillance craft entered U.S. airspace over Alaska on January 28th, according to a timeline provided by the New York Times. It drifted into Canada briefly before re-entering U.S. airspace over Idaho. Calls to down the craft ensued as Biden administration cabinet members and military officials decided how to address the situation. Okay, so if I'm hearing you right, it did collect information, vital military information. We did move some things around and change a little bit of that, but... Uh, the long and short of it is we were being lied to as the balloon was still flying overhead that it, it had no ability to collect information. In fact, Chuck Schumer said, we're collecting information from it. It's not getting any from us. It turns out, according to administration officials that I guess NBC isn't naming, that it did collect information. Did that I hear is you right? correct, yes. All right, do you think uh, Karine Jean-Pierre had a comment on this today? Oh, wouldn't that be fun if she did? All right, well, let's see. Hmm. And on the China spy craft... Why did President Biden say about the China spy craft in February, we were able to protect sensitive sites against collection if that's not true? I'm not going to go into a dive into any reporting. Uh, That's not something I'm going to do. I'm not going to confirm any reporting. Look, we knew the flight reporting. The DNI said today that the U.S. does not appear to have provided critical new insights to the People's Republic of China. So is it they didn't provide any new critical insights or they didn't get anything. These are simple questions. You told us at the time they were getting nothing. Did they get anything? What are you talking about? Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna comment on the reporting. Well, why not? The reporting was that in fact China got this vital information about our military bases and about our equipment. Did that happen? You are the mouthpiece for this administration. Did it happen or not? I'm not gonna comment on the reporting. Okay, well, it's not the reporting, the DNI. The DNI says. This is what happened, but they didn't get this and they didn't get that. What is your comment on what your administration is openly saying? I would refer you to the ODNI. If you have specific questions on their reporting, what I can tell you from here and what we have said many times is that we knew the flight path of the balloon before it crossed the United States. We took precautions in advance to ensure that it didn't get sensitive information. And when it, when it, when it comes to technology like this balloon, it has limited additive value compared to other means of intelligent collection. And we have said that. And the, and the bottom line is, this is the, the administration that identified the problem and took action. Um, what? Hmm. Okay, so you did the report that NBC News is reporting from officials in this administration that the China balloon did gather vital, important information about our military and about targets here in America. And so Ducey asks about it. She says, I'm not going to comment on the reporting. I'm not going to confirm or deny the reporting, which, of course, is her job to confirm or deny whether the president agrees with the reporting. But she decides not to. And then she well, he says, well, wait a second. The DNI, they actually say this this did happen, but we're able to stop this or stop that or stop the other. And then she goes on this long diatribe reading. She was reading, those who aren't watching, she was reading from a piece of paper about what to say about the balloon. We took action. We knew its flight path. If they knew its flight path, why didn't they take it out? They knew its flight path. Why did they allow it to happen? So we, we took action to stop its ability to this, that, or the other while not saying that it didn't collect. You know, you know what I mean? At some point, just answer a question. And Carrie, I have disagreed with the press secretaries for Obama. I've disagreed with the press secretaries for Clinton. Mm-hmm. I've disagreed with the press secretaries for George W. Bush and, and for, for Trump a time or two. But I've never seen one that just doesn't answer anything. Nothing. Yeah, I know. 
I mean, your yeah. history, you've been doing this a long time. Long time. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen a press secretary who won't at least engage? No. I just, it, I feel like we're, we're going around and around in circles. It's like, stop, answer, just answer a question. Nothing. A question. And it's not like this is her opinion on something. What does the president think? What about the administration? I mean, I don't, you know, she keeps saying they, they did the work and they, you know, they, they, they took out the spy balloon, but it still gathered sensitive intelligence. So can we, I mean, I, I would like an answer. Yeah, I, I, mean, I would like a answer. When the director of national intelligence is saying something, why wouldn't the person that that person works for say something? And again, Corrine Jean-Pierre is there to give us the perspective of the president. Now, listen, I realize he wakes up in the morning and goes to bed at night and he's thinking about the American people. Yes, he's he's thinking about them. But what about their safety? What about our military? What about the fact that China did do everything we all were saying that they were doing the entire time? He's got to have an opinion on that. But suddenly NBC's got the scoop right when President Trump is being arrested and nobody hears it. That's pretty interesting timing, in, 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 in my opinion. And, the, the timing of it just makes me nuts. Go ahead. And there's a classic, and I'm going to refer you to the DNI. Right. Well, well the DNI works for Biden, and you are Biden's mouthpiece. Yes. This is why we're here. We are asking you the questions. Um, it's Biden very doesn't take any questions, by the way. It, like, if Biden took questions, and you don't need that much from Corrine Jean-Pierre, but he doesn't. And he was getting on Air Force One the other day, and as he's going up the stairs, I don't know if you saw this, but he's going up the stairs, and reporters are yelling at him, what about OPEC? What about OPEC? He's like, what? OPEC? What about OPEC? His answer was, I kid you not, it's not going to be as bad as you think. What? Oh. That's from the president? Okay. I mean, honest to God, um, this, this guy, this guy's a mess. A little scary. Corinne Jean-Pierre, the reason why she has the job, I'm going to say it, is because of all the intersectionality that she said the first day. She said, I am the first person of color, the first female of color, the first gay, the first immigrant female of color to hold this job. I think that was a salvo. The opening salvo was, don't dare criticize me. Don't dare say anything against me. Don't dare push me on questions because you will be then attacking. You'll be a homophobe. You'll be a, an immigrant phobe. You'll be a xenophobe. You'll be a, a misogynist. You'll be a fill in the blank. I think that's why she has the job to stop people from going after her. Thank goodness Peter Ducey is not afraid to go after her a little bit. That's good. The others in that room are all afraid of her or. They all agree with her. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Your thoughts when we come back. Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Glad to have you here. Make sure you stop on the website. Click on Watch Now if you'd like to watch the show as we do it live. You can also go there and click on any of the social media. Instagram's blown up. We're almost at 140,000 on Instagram. And Carrie, good news. Yes. So Instagram, when you have um, these reels, which is just a short video, 
and they go and get pretty viral. I've got a couple that have a, you know, I've one's got like three or four million views and got one that's got a little over mm-hmm. a million views from last week. You get like 20 seconds, 20 cents of you or something like that, right? Uh-huh. Ooh. Nice, right? Yeah. You're like a millionaire nice? now with all these reels. Oh, absolutely. I'm a multimillionaire. I think mm. I made $400 last month on the reels. Hey. So, hey, hey. Hey, listen. Hey, uh, I'm not barking at 400 That's not no. bad, right? Come on. Mm-hmm. Doesn't cost anybody anything to go and follow me. Joe Talk Show over on Instagram. So what they do is at the beginning of the month, they start the real program over, the bonus program over. Every month you make a certain amount. Mm-hmm. Then they start the bonus program. So, so we're here like, we're like on you know the fourth yesterday. I'm going, why isn't the, the bonus started up again? So I look into it. They decided to, to suspend all bonuses. Oh, of course they did. So build the page nicely, course, and yeah. there will be no revenue stream there. Yeah. There won't be any money to be made. But I do like that a lot of people are following. A lot of people are now learning about the stream and learning That's about good. the show. A lot of people who didn't know about us before now know about us, which I think is kind of nice. But isn't it just lame? Like, I only got bonuses for like three months, and they're like, yeah, we're stopping the bonuses. <laughs> yeah, that's way too much. Right. Maybe they figured out, yeah, so many people $400 are on for this, this guy? Forget it. Uh-uh. No, but they actually stopped it for time. everybody, and I think it's because Meta, which owns Instagram, is suffering economically right now. Yes, yeah. So and they, aren't they laying off like tens of thousands of yeah, people? Yeah, I was going to say that they've got some massive layoffs they've had. So, so why can't you get my 400? So what? Well, yeah, they got to cut. They got to cut somewhere. Hey, that 400, that's like a week of groceries for my house. That's pretty awesome. I, that's a week in your house? That's like three days for us. It's about a week, $400. Right, yeah. pretty good. Uh, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Got to remind you about Eden Pure. They've got their BOGO deal happening right now. The BOGO just means buy one, get one. Buy one, get one. You get the Thunderstorm air purifier. The reason they call it the Thunderstorm is because after it goes through, it leaves that scent that's fresh and clean as if a thunderstorm just rolled through. Takes care of the litter box, takes care of cigarette smoke, takes care of weird smells after cooking or, you know, in the bathroom, whatever. These really, really work, and you don't have to change the filters in these either. That saves you a bunch of money. Plus, it doesn't take up any real estate in your house. You plug it right into the wall. The BOGO deal is very simple. Buy one, get one means that. You buy five, you get five. Buy 20, you get 20. You're saving a lot of money right now, and again, helps out with the worst odors like pet cigarette smoke, urine, cooking odors, all of that, and then some. And they sold over 300000 at this point. See that it works, and it works very, very well. Get several for your home. Get them as gifts as well. Here's how you do it to save a bunch of money. EdenPureDeals.com, and use discount code PAGS, P-A-G-S, EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is PAGS. Shipping is also free. Get on this deal and get on it right now. All right, I've got about a minute here, and I just want to let me let me throw this out there. This Dylan Mulvaney guy, who is pretending he's been a woman or a girl for a year, he's not. This is a guy that's wearing makeup. He was invited to the White House for some reason. Um, he's the guy that was on a, a a game show like The Price Is Right as a guy, but acted the same exact way. So this is sort of his personality anyway. But then Bud Light decided they would put Dylan Mulvaney as a woman or as a girl on the side of cans, and then Kid Rock like blew up a bunch of cans of Bud Light. And a bunch of people who drink Bud Light aren't going to use it anymore. And then today I saw a video where he's wearing leggings that Nike is now making. And they're and saying this is great bra. for all women. Did you see this? Yeah, and a, a sports bra too. It's good for all women now. Yes, yes. And I I'm going to ask story. a question that might make some people mad, but I want you to think about it during the break. And again, after the break, it'll be Vivek Ramaswamy. Wearing blackface is offensive because it's white people pretending they're black people and making a mockery of them. How is that offensive, but it's not offensive for somebody like Dylan Mulvaney to mock women and girls every single day, and he's making bank by doing it? How is that any different? Think about that. When we come back, Vivek Ramaswamy, stop on the website, JoePags.com. Scroll down and send me an email if you'd like. We're back after this.
You're listening to Joe Pags.